Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Good morning. Today is Christ the King Sunday. This is the feast in the liturgical year that emphasizes the kingship of Christ. So what does it mean to be faithful to Christ? Both in the readings from Ephesians and from the Gospel from Matthew, all are about God through the teachings of Jesus. Whether I am distressed, have anxiety about something, see violence or oppression or hatred, I always come back to the first and second great commandments. These words spoken by Jesus to help ground me in the Holy Spirit. Today in Paul's letter to the Ephesians, Paul is telling the citizens of Ephesus to receive the Holy Spirit. He's sharing the wisdom that he has learned about the benefits of knowing God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's opening their minds to the knowledge and hope of the inheritance of believing and living their lives by following Jesus and to believe in the power of God. We, then and now, can still receive that same power of Jesus, the church. In Matthew, the theme is very similar message, just presented in a little different way. Those who fed Jesus, those who gave him a drink, those who welcomed Jesus into their homes and their lives, those who clothed him and cared for him and visited him in prison, those will be blessed and will be with the Father and Jesus our Savior for all eternity. Jesus is all of us. Just as you have done to those in need, you have done to me. Very simple words, very difficult actions. In Matthew, it says, God separated those who cared from Jesus, the sheep, the neighbors, from the goats, those who turned their backs on the way of God and were doomed to eternal damnation. As I think back over the years at what I've learned and observed, it's a good thing to see, and I truly believe, first, I think most people are good. Second, I think most people believe in God or some higher power. And third, I think most people care for those around them. As I was going to the men's uh, retreat last weekend, I stopped at the Walmart in Bristow. I had a couple of things in my right, I didn't get a basket, I had a couple of things in my right hand, and I was trying to get one more thing off a high shelf with my left hand and it kept getting caught on the thermometer in the refrigerated case. A man reached up from behind me and said, here, let me help you. And I responded with, thank you so very much for your help. May God bless you. This is just a one small of the message that Paul and, uh, Paul and Matthew and my belief in the good of mankind. Today's gospel is called the gospel of sheep and goats. It's an elaboration from Jesus' most important teaching about what will happen when the Son of Man comes again. 
Over the past few weeks, we've heard the parable of the faithful and the unfaithful servants, the parable of the bridesmaids, and last week, the parable of the talents. All three followed Jesus' answer regarding the end of the ages. All three underscored Jesus' point to be ready for Christ's return by being a faithful servant because, as the gospel reads, he will judge all people upon his return. In each parable, some were ready and some were not. The main point of each is to be faithful to Jesus, to be alert upon his return, and to invest our talents in the kingdom of God. In today's parable, there's going to be a series of judgments, those who are found to be faithful and thus rewarded, and those found to be unfaithful and receive their punishments. In the three preceding parables, the descriptions of the judgments seem to apply only to the followers of Jesus, while today's parable of the judgment of the sheep and the goats applies to all people. First, separating believers from non-believers. Second, performing judgments of the believer's works. And third, performing judgment of the non-believer's works. In the first three parables that we have, each ends with a negative judgment when they stand before Christ if their deeds and stewardship is not found wanting. There is a loss of reward for not being faithful. However, in today's parable of the sheep and goats, the, bl- the believers and the rewards for the be- believers are the positive rewards of the faithful describe the gains rather than the If they believed in Jesus and made decisions righteous by God, then ultimately they will enter eternal. One time while we were at Iona, we were discussing the righteous, those faithful and on track to eternal life versus the unfaithful and on track to eternal punishment. Our discussion continued with a vision of a group of people, some who were facing God and some whose backs were turned to God. All in the same place, turned in opposite directions. Those who faced God received eternal salvation, the sheep. Those who were not facing God received, could still receive eternal salvation, but all they had to do was turn around. Since that conversation, I've always had a difficult time with this parable as it doesn't seem like the true love of God to not give the non-believers just one more chance. Though God gives us many opportunities to be faithful followers, and he describes what's going to happen if you're not a faithful follower, some may take a longer time to get there. Our Iona conversation gives me hope that even those who may not believe right now may be able to change their position, attitude, and faithfulness in the future. And then here's another thought. When we were first born as children 
or grandchildren or great-grandchildren or nieces or nephews or just a child down the street, we were pure at the, in the beginning. These newborns did not know right from wrong. All that they knew was the love and caring of their mother or father or another relative or friend who cared for them. This, I believe, is why Jesus is always calling for the children. He is their father, just as God is their father. As a child grows, the child is taught good from bad, right from wrong, and then choices are made. Some stay sheep and others become goats. Now, I've made bad choices in my life, and some I still regret. But as I've aged and wisdom prevails, my choices through prayer are much better. Sometimes I do make mistakes. And as I've told my children and my grandchildren, if you make a choice and find that you're walking down a pathway that you thought might be the right choice for you, and realize that it's not, then change your decision. You have that ability. There's nothing wrong with finding you made a bad choice because you can always change that decision and come back on the right path. Just like I believe the goats can make a different choice and turn around to face God. I'm going to follow Father Everett last week. So I wonder... If Jesus sees me as a sheep or a goat. And I wonder what I must do to become or sustain myself as a sheep. And I wonder when Jesus will come back again. And I wonder, will I be prepared? Amen.